that doesn't that's what doesn't make sense to me you're gonna make up your mind now i just i just think it's a little dumb it pisses me off that he does no 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 this is different it's definitely different really on my nerves right now you're listening to the loose change podcast with your hosts nick waglia and jaris galley Couch Guy Sports Loose Change Podcast, episode number 79. We got no Jared this week. Jared got stuck at work late, except for the interview that we're going to talk about in a second. So, again, we got Connor on the show with producer Pat. So, uh, so we had an interview this week. Before we get into the show, we had an interview this week. It's going to be right after the weekly dump. You guys are here. It's going to be sick. It's, by, it's from, we got J.D., from 1033 Amp Radio. If you're from the Boston area, you might know JD, late at night show. Uh, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. to midnight. Fire show. Great music per usual. Uh, we had JD on because he loves sports and he never gets to talk about sports. We were, t- we, we were going back and forth in some emails and he wanted to talk sports. And we were like, dude, come on the show. So he came on the show. Solid interview. The guy knows his stuff, and he's from California, so we just we just smack talking about the Golden State Warriors and the Celtics, and then his crappy Oakland Raiders, and his I mean they're done now, so crappy Oakland days. So fire interview there. So uh, Connor, sup? Sup, dude. How's it going? Dude, shut up. We uh, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, Connor's gonna come over my house in about less than an hour to come watch the game tonight because. Recording Wednesday night, game four, ALDS tonight. Ricky uh, Raindrops. Ricky Raindrops going. Ricky Raindrops is ready to have his arm fall off if it means winning a World Series ring, which is fire. So let's get this Let's get this shit going. Weekly dump. Hit it. Should have had that set up before I actually said that. Uh, the Brewers. Okay, wild move by the Brewers tonight. And have you heard about this? Wade Miley goes in to start the game tonight. Love it. And then... They pull him after one batter. They pulled him for the Brewers. So they pulled <laughs> Wade Miley after one batter to screw with the Dodgers, to make the Dodgers think that Wade Miley was the one pitching, but it was actually not him pitching tonight. So they pulled him after one batter to completely throw him off. He's going to pitch tomorrow's game or whenever the next game is, game six. Wild move by the Brewers. Love it. So savage. Uh Think I think this might be my favorite story of the week because I started mentioning it last night and noticing it last night. So I don't know if you saw, but Joe West was calling a hell of a game last night behind the plate, strikes and balls. And like I like I, I mentioned it because Joe West usually sucks, but I mentioned it. I was like I was like, dude, Joe West is like calling every like according to the strike zone, he is on fire. And according to computers last night, Joe West called ninety nine point four percent of pitches correct in the Red Sox the Red Sox Astros game four. Amazing. He he missed one pitch. And I think I can pinpoint what pitch that was. Because I was like, okay, that's the one pitch that you didn't, that you was didn't get. Was it outside? It was outside. Oh, okay, I remember that pitch too. Dude, Joe Joe West has to retire on that note because it was the it was the <laughs> best game. Like it was it was shocking. Like that whole time I was like, how is Joe West calling this game? This Joe West stinks. Imagine he, he just retires after the series. He's like, no, I'm done. Call the game of my life. Out. Dude, you should. That was like that was the best game I think I've ever seen an umpire call. Uh, NBA on TNT last night, KG went out and said that the Timberwolves owner doesn't know shit about basketball. That was his quote. Doesn't know shit about basketball. <laughs> Love KG. Uh, David Ortiz viral video last night. He went bananas when JBJ hit that grand slam. Sounded like he, not to be too vulgar, sounded like he was railing JBJ. <laughs> he went fucking all over that. The problem uh, Chris Sale was hospitalized after game one for stomach illness, reportedly could not stop throwing up, stayed in the hospital overnight and was released and joined the Sox on Tuesday. He's going to miss his game. So he was supposed to pitch game five. Uh, by the time this comes out, game five is probably already going. So he's supposed to pitch in game five, but he's not. Uh, he could be ready for game six, but who knows? Who I want to know what the hell was up with the stomach because to be hospitalized for a stomach issue like that, like it's got to be some pretty serious stuff. Dude, the Astros... They already got cheating. They already got caught cheating, spying. They probably poisoned them, dude. Poison yeah. Gate. Dude, that was like into that. Poison Gate. Poison Gate. Astros. Astros caught cheating 
uh, in game one. So there was a shady, there was shady business. We're going to talk about it too much because it was kind of already stomped out by the MLB. But there was this guy standing in a non-credentialed area who was texting away, uh, blah, blah, blah. He was reportedly it was it was a guy that that has been seen before by other teams too like the indians also filed a complaint about this guy trying to film into the indians dugout and then the 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 astros gm came out and was like no we weren't the ones cheating we were trying to make sure that other people weren't cheating so we're like no you we're not the cheaters you guys are the cheaters. Don't you call us cheaters because you guys are the cheaters. We're trying to make sure that you guys were cheaters. So we had to put a guy on to watch you. So weird story. I thought it was going to be much bigger than it was, but then the MLB just stopped it out. It was essentially just like a, it was a high, it was a complex way to steal signs is what it came down to. Uh, Patriots beat the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Any of the Chiefs undefeated season, 43-40. to 40. Manny Machado, scumbags. Uh, he was fined for running into Jesus Aguilar last night. I don't know if you saw the video. He legitimately dragged his foot and kicked Jesus Aguilar on first base. Like, Manny Machado, and then like, and then when people go after him, he's like, "Oh, why are you so mad? Why are you so angry?" He's like that idiot bully in high school who would like pick <laughs> on somebody, and then when they get mad, be like, "Oh, you're mad. Why are you mad?" Like Manny Machado is such an asshole. I fucking hate that guy. But um, did you see uh, Aguilar's response after? He's like, "Oh, we're boys now." Yeah, I was like, yeah, dude. He, he patched it up. But even Christian Yellick after the game was like, he's a dirty player. Oh, no, he dude. He, I'm surprised he didn't get a ball to the head tonight. He probably he might. watching the game, but yeah, he might. He might. They should have had Wade Miley do that because Wade Miley's gritty. He, he played for the Red Sox. The guy would have done it. Manny yeah. Machado is such a douchebag, though. Like, what, like when, he, when he did that, when he spiked Dustin Pedroia and then didn't oh, understand why the yeah. Red Sox were pissed at him. But I'd want him on my team. He's a good player. Yeah, he's a good talent player, but he won't be here, so he's a fucking asshole. Fuck that guy. Right. Dodgers took game four. Again, they're playing right now, so by, by the time this comes out, this is going to be useless. Dodgers take game four and tied 2-2 uh, two to two at the time of recording. ALCS tied up to – I mean, not tied up. Red Sox are up 2-1 to one at the time of recording. Celebrity news, Pete Davidson, Ariana Grande, in the dumbest relationship of all time ended their <laughs> engagement. Can we talk about that? That's fucking stupid. I didn't even think you would bring this up. It was so, <laughs> so dumb. I had to bring it up. It's the dumbest relationship of all time. They no, I mean, they started dating. I like I'm, I didn't I don't want to do any research on this. It's not worth my time. But all I know is they started dating like what two months ago. And then they got engaged. She broke up with the Mac Miller. Uh, she started dating Pete Davidson. They got engaged and. Somebody, somebody from Barstool called called Pete Davidson buttholes, butthole eyes. She defended him, and they've been engaged for like a month, and they already broke up. And Pete Davidson has like a million tattoos of her already on his on his body. No way, I didn't know that part. He has tattoos of her. Yeah, (laughs) he's gonna have to turn those into something funny. I mean, this this whole thing just made him more famous than he already was. So, so what like what happens when you're in Hollywood? Do you just become stupid, or are you just automatically stupid? I think he was just automatically stupid. Like the, but Ariana. Too. I mean, Ariana. I don't know what she was thinking. Dane Pete Davidson. The guy. The guy looks like he, what he has. Butthole eyes. You said. Butthole eyes. Yeah, literally looks like that. I mean, she can date whoever he wants. She wants to, but she's Ariana Grande, one of the probably the richest women in the world. She's one of the she's prettiest women in the world. She could probably date whoever she, she wants. She dates. She is not a top rich woman in the world. But she, all right, whatever. She I'm certainly just, has a lot of money. I'm just spitting out not truthful <laughs> facts, but. She's, you get She's my point. The richest woman in the world. I said one of. Whatever. Fuck, you get my point. Fuck Taylor Swift. Fuck Beyonce. You get my point. She could be dating whoever she wants. She, it's just she it's, chose to be Davidson. It's just baffling to me like how dumb people become when they're like when they're celebrities. Because there's no way that they're all this stupid before they become celebrities. And then once you become a celebrity, they they must like feed you some kind of juice that just turns you stupid. Because yeah. like like who who thinks that getting engaged after like a week is a good idea? Oh, celebrities do. They do it all the time. They do it all that's the fucking time. All the fucking time. Like it's for like, what? Hi, hi, I'm Connor. Do you want to get married? Like that's pretty much how they do it. It's insane. It's like it's just stupid. That's why all these idiot teenagers and eighteen year olds who look up to all these celebrities think they can get engaged fucking early. Oh, I'm gonna be married by twenty one. No, when you're twenty one, you're gonna be like, oh, you know what? I don't really want to be married right now. Oh hell no. Fuck. <laughs> All right, uh, so we're going to roll into the interview here. Uh, J.D. Whitfield, David Chappelle on Twitter. He made me say it like that in the interview. David Chappelle 
Uh, guy was a rock star in the interview. We're going to have him on multiple times. He might even, I mean, we're going to see, I'm going to see if he wants to even co-host the show at some point and, and jump on. It's what be cool. If we, if we need a co-host one night, JD doesn't work nights. See, he works nights. So setting up this interview was bananas. Trying to get this interview going. He works 7 PM to midnight. Like how do you set up that interview? So we did it on a Sunday afternoon. Great interview. Fire interview. So here is JD Whitfield, 103.3 amp radio, Boston. All right, we are here with J.D. Whitfield of 103.3 Amp Radio. For those of you guys who listen from Massachusetts, Boston, Massachusetts, you listen to 103.3, you know J.D., 7 p.m. to midnight, 103.3 Amp Radio. Uh, J.D., what's up, man? Thanks for coming on. We've Fellas. Been, we have been talking about getting you on the show forever now. I know. It's been man, like a month and a half. Well, not everyone can like travel to, to Ireland or Hong Kong, wherever <laughs> whoever was. Um, I know you guys like take private jets everywhere, so I'm just glad we can make it happen. Oh yeah, I mean this this podcast rolls in the bucks. We've uh, we've bought the the Loose Change podcast jet now, but uh, yeah. but yeah, man. I mean, like we've been we've been working on getting this done <laughs> for literally months. Yeah. It's been a couple but, months. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan of the podcast, man. You guys do a great job and. You guys kind of know what you're talking about. You just root for the wrong teams. It's all fine, though. <laughs> okay, Cali boy. We're, we're, we're going to talk about that. So, But, you know, before, and I wanted to wait for you to be on the show, too. I don't know why I wanted to wait for you, you to be on the show. I feel like we're buddies now that we've been talking for about a month and a half. Like, usually, <laughs> right, when, we get, right. usually when we get a guest on, we talk to them, like, one time. They're like, yeah, I'll come on the show. And we're like, all right, cool. But, like, me and you have been talking for, like, a month and a half. So I was like, let's wait for JD. So, uh so yeah, I mean, like I just told you off air, I'm violently hungover right now. This is, this is the worst I have felt after a night of drinking, probably since college. It's only two years ago, but uh, but dude, last night, like my favorite line of my night last night, I went to Royale in Boston for my buddy's uh, engagement party. My line of the night last night, I go up there to get a Jameson and ginger ale. My buddy gets a Jameson or a Jack and Coke. And they give him the drink, and they go twelve dollars. I was like, "What? Twelve dollars for a drink? Kill me! No way!" So I looked at my buddy, and I was like, "I was like, it looks like it's gonna be a sober night for me, man. I can't spend twelve dollars for a drink." And then Bud Light was also eight dollars. And once I got, and then I then I was like, you know, whatever. I I told him that. He looked upset. He looked disappointed that I wasn't gonna drink because he loves when I get drunk. So I was like, shit. Now I have to drink because he wants me. He, I want him to be happy. And then next thing I know, the whole night is just an entire blur. I got somebody buying me shots. I'm drinking Jameson and ginger ale. I walked out of there. I don't, I don't even remember getting in the Uber. I don't black out. I don't remember getting in the Uber. The world was spinning. It was a fucking wild time. The line of the night was definitely, it looks like it's going to be a sober night for me. Because that was one of the <laughs> drunkest nights I've ever had. One of the drunkest nights. Royale is t- Royale is tough because you got to go down those stairs too. So it's like you, you're it's more of a miracle <laughs> how you got down the stairs than the Uber. Yeah, and like because it was it was probably middle of the night at this point. Like like once somebody bought me a shot, I was like, okay, maybe this isn't going to be as sober as I thought. And they have that upstairs, and I wandered off. Like my friends were looking for me, and I wandered off, and I go check out that upstairs. I got lost upstairs, which I don't know how. There's two. There's literally a hallway and two other hallways that connect to each other. So I'm up there for yeah. like an extra five minutes. I finally find yeah. the stairs, and it was just, it was just like Royale, man. Holy shit! Place will get you. That place will get you. Yeah, Royale. I just remember seeing walking in, and I've had those nights there. It's, it's, it's a tough go sometimes, man. <laughs> it's a tough go. I don't feel bad for you, though, at the same time. so Not at all. Really he he has it coming to him when he starts talking about being a sober night. Like, stop being a cheap ass. You're in the city, dude. Just pay for the drinks. 12. Yeah, oh, and listen, yeah, you guys don't have happy hour either. You got to know better. You got to drink beforehand, bro. You got to well, know better. You know, I usually do, but I was so focused on the Red Sox. And, I mean, the Red Sox make me want to drink <laughs> as is. But... Now I know why you got hammered. Now <laughs> I get it. Oh, once I was watching, I was watching the game in the bar. Like I had, a, I had a crowd of dudes around me was streaming the game on my phone. And then once that game ended, I was, I was toast. There was no turning back. And, yeah, I'm spending and I'm all the money least, in the world to forget that night. At least I'm not my buddy though, because he texted us. He texted us in the group chat this morning, and he was like, "So, uh, 
I throw he goes, I throw up in my Uber. Shout out Vietnam. I was like, I don't <laughs> Vietnam what, has to do with this. What, what does that even mean? Like, come on. <laughs> it was so Awful. dumb. But Awful. uh but yeah, yeah, JD. So uh obviously we wanted to get you on the show for a while. And this is this is gonna be a regular thing. Like we want you to come on the show frequently. Uh especially during the NBA season, because as as we found out, you're a Cali boy. And uh that means yeah. you're a Warriors boy. Yeah. And, Big time, man. big time, man, big time. NBA Finals this year is probably going to be Celtics Warriors, and you well, yeah, are going to be on the show. We are going yeah. to. We are. This is going to be such a podcast rivalry. Even though it's not a podcast, you'll be on the podcast, but it's going to be a rivalry because these Celtics will be facing the Warriors, and the Celtics have a legit shot at beating the Warriors this year. Uh. I can see that. I'm not going to like go full fan mode and be like, no, you guys don't have a chance because you guys have played us tough for years. You guys have been a tough out, but Back we haven't been Bradley playing days. for anything. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't been playing for anything whenever we play you guys. And it's like, we, you guys haven't been a real serious, like, you know how the, when we, we play the Cavs, you know, that's the finals match. If we, when we play you guys, you guys are a tough team, but we don't know what you guys are going to do. So we don't know how to get up for it. You know? Oh, it's like it's uh, you got to attribute all that to Brad Stevens, though. Like the guy, like you, you can admit, like Brad Stevens is is a gem. He might be the best, the coach best in the coach NBA. in the No, he is the best coach in the NBA. No, yeah, no, I agree with that. He's he's great, man, and you guys are due. I just hope not anytime soon. With all due respect, <laughs> we're taking the torch from you guys. I don't know what you're talking about. Like Golden State's gonna flake out. Kevin Durant's gonna leave. Draymond Green's gonna murder somebody, and then the Celtics are gonna be on the top. <laughs> okay. 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 Now, and you know what? Your, your guys' bench is battle tested. Um, BWA, man. That's what you've got I, your attitude. Hell yeah. That's that's what I would be if I'm if I'm scared of anything. It's if we played you guys in the finals. We we couldn't wait to get to Cleveland's bench last year. Like we couldn't wait for it. Whereas like this year, your guys' bench is solid. So it's it's going to be a tough out if you guys get through, it. and you have no one to go through in the East. So you guys will be straight. You want you want to hear the funniest thing about Las Vegas this year? You know what? You know what? Terry Rozier's uh, end of the year points per game average is is set at seven and a half. That's it. Is that a lot? They they have lot, that's right? they have that seven and a half. Nothing. If you don't hammer, I'm a betting guy. If you don't hammer the over on that, you're insane. <laughs> you have to put that money in now. Right. Yeah. No, I'm, I, he's definitely going to surpass that. That's no issue. That bench, the bench on the Celtics is wild. Uh, how do you how do you feel about Boogie though? I mean, you guys you guys picked up Boogie Cousins, you know, torn big guy, torn Achilles last year. I mean, how do you you think he's going to mesh well with this team? Because he's a maniac. He's just a straight up maniac. Well, I think. Well, I mean, if you're a real Warriors fan, you've known for years we've never had anyone at that position. We've never had like a true dominant center. And then second, um, with Boogie's attitude that's been Draymond. Like that's all we have. Like that's the only dude who gets up in people's faces and who is obviously known for kicking people in the nuts and all of these different <laughs> antics. But at the end of the day, he's still an incredible player and he's the heartbeat of our team. And I think Boogie adds a, another element where it's not just going to have to be all on Draymond to be emotional. Do I think he's going to be a head case? Absolutely. And I think you'll probably see it at some point during the season, but you tell me guys, you're not taking Boogie on a year where he has to prove himself and on a year where you don't have to pay him crazy amount of money. Like you can go and he's not getting crucified like Durant was, you know, he can just come win a chip and be on his way. Like we don't, we don't need him any more than he needs us. So it was a win-win. I mean, yeah, of well, course you, I mean, I wanted Boogie in the Celtics uniform long-term. So, I mean, you take him for half a year once he comes back healthy and then boom, he's, he's in the line, starting lineup. But that Achilles, Achilles injuries, man, on big guys are scary. Like, like the Patriots, excuse, the Patriots had a guy, Isaiah Wynn, this year, rookie. He tore his Achilles. He's only like 23 years old. I'm worried that that's going to end his career because torn Achilles on big dudes, they they might like they're potential career enders. Like those those things are nuts. That's why that's why when you guys signed Boogie, I was like, that's scary. If he comes back full, if not, he's just going to be a slow dude. Tell us, what, what, we don't need him to. Honestly, we didn't even need him. <laughs> that's the scary part. What are the Warriors so good can, or something? Yes, yeah, we're we're not just good, we're impeccable. 
were the golden standard. But yeah, have you guys won championships recently? Is that a thing? It's a it's a new it's a new thing where I'm from. All of my teams are used to just being absolute garbage trash. <laughs> so it's just just let let me have my moment. Let me have one team. But no, I mean honestly, like you can just wait for him to come back. He's in no rush. We're in no rush. And it'll be interesting to see the style, but I think you'll see we will have we have to have an extra edge, man. We just got punked by Houston so bad last year. Um and I don't see uh, what, what, who's the dude from, from Houston? Uh, big dude that they just signed again. Uh, what's, what's name? I mean, they brought in Mello. No, oh. the, no, the <laughs> center, the center, uh, starts with an A, I think. Oh, anyway, what, one of the, one of the big dudes on, on their squad that they just re-signed for a bunch of money. Are you concerned about Are you concerned about Houston though? Like, do you think they can take you guys down? Because I mean, I look at nah, them. And with, nah. If Chris Paul's healthy last year, you never really know. I see. Um, I see OKC being a tougher out than than uh, really Houston. Yeah, but they've always played us tough. Stephen Adams has always played us tough, and I think you know Paul George re-signing there gives them some continuity. Um, I think they're going to be a tougher and, and out Russ. than Houston. Russ is just an animal. Russ, Russ is my favorite player in the NBA just because he's such a. I think I mean I mean for lack of a better term, just because he's such a dickhead. Yeah, but he's a passionate dickhead. Yeah, like <laughs> that's what you got to be yeah, doing. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah, that's fine. No, I think they're going to be a tough. I think they're going to be a tough out. And we keep forgetting about the Spurs, bro. So I mean, they're they're going to be sleepy too. You just never know. But, yeah, um, I mean, they traded no personality for no personality. And uh, and then you got and then you got Popovich too. I mean Popovich. What what Popovich is is like Bill. Like whatever team you roll out there, I'm not going to count him out. No, 100. percent I I think Houston still will be a tough out. At the end of the day, fellas, it's all about who's healthy at the end. Because if we're missing any of our core pieces, we're just as vulnerable as any other team. So, um, I'm not like super cocky going into the year. Do I think we're going to make it to the finals? Sure, but if everyone's healthy then we'll be good but it's always about health at the end of the year jd you watch a lot of basketball too like do you think the warriors are actually good for the nba like the way they dominate uh i think the durant thing was unfair (laughs) 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 uh by the way uh clint capella was the dude i was thinking about from, from houston uh Dude, I remember being at a barbecue and finding out we had Durant, and I thought I like I laughed it off when someone like told me that, and so that just made it unfair from a scoring perspective, and then obviously from a defensive perspective too, because he's improved the last few years. But um, is it fun for everybody else? If I was a fan of somebody else, no, absolutely not. But it's it is fun as all hell for me, so I'm not too concerned about anybody else. That that move was so unfair. I, like that was that was all unfolding on July fourth. That was that was like that was it was a July fourth barbecue you were at. I'm assuming. They, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It happened then. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just like it was all unfolding. We knew he was going to drop it that day. I was my girlfriend was pissed because she'd be talking to me. I'm like, babe, hold on, I got to refresh my Twitter feed. I got to see what's going on. And then Yahoo, some intern fucked up and accidentally sent out the uh, the pre written article on Kevin Durant going to Celtics, and uh, and then. I remember he dropped on the Players Tribune the uh, that he's going to the Warriors, but it was just like it was. You knew it was unfair because the entire time everybody was like, "There's no way he can go to the Warriors. That's just there's not a shot. Like he he might he's either going to go to Boston or he's going to stay put in OKC. There's no shot he goes to the Warriors. That just wouldn't be fair." And look where it's brought him. Insane. They're the best. They're one of the best basketball teams to ever play the game, bar none. And they're just the. I don't know how to describe it, man. Like it, we're super spoiled. And I think if you ever get a chance to be a part of a team or be a fan of a team that plays like that, I mean, you just, you, I, bro, I'm enjoying every damn day to the fullest. I like, I'm not taking any of these moments for granted. My family are huge Warriors fans. And I told like, you know, my stepdad wasn't a huge sports fan. And then I got him hooked on the Warriors. I said, my man, this train is ending. Like and when it does, like it's gonna get it's gonna get ugly. So you know, I'm super thankful uh, that like I'm able to be a fan of. I mean, we weren't that great beforehand. I mean, you know what I mean. So yeah, we've gone through our trials and tribulations too. But dude, it is it is worth every dollar of my league pass. 
<laughs> watch the Warriors. <laughs> you sound you sound like Patriots fans are like, dude, enjoy this because this is gonna come to yeah. a crashing end soon. It's gonna suck. Yeah, and we have a whole bag of issues. You know, like you guys said, with Draymond, we we have to worry about his contract. Clay resigning. Durant, the year to year thing is fine. Steph's locked up for a few extra years, but um, I think he, everybody's in a win now attitude anyway. So that's why we picked up Bogey and. You know, then we just kind of take it year by year, but I'm not too concerned. Those guys got paid before. A lot of people don't understand. Draymond and Clay got paid before, like, this upcoming season. Like, they got paid a grip, their last contract, like, well. Yeah, no, they, um, they, they're still going to keep getting paid. I think I don't, I don't think Draymond stays. Like, do you? Like, do you honestly think that Draymond gets yeah, paid by the yeah, Warriors dude. again? He's not doing what he's doing any, in anywhere, anywhere else. It's just not going to happen. But I, but I, you know what? I think somebody us. would give him the money, though. I think somebody would give him the money to do it. Oh, I think so too. I think so too. It, but he'd be stupid, dude. It's, it's at that point. It's like, are you tired of winning championships? Do you want to just go and move? On? I don't know what people's you know motives are, but if you fit, bro, and the continuity is there, why would you leave? Like, why? Why would you do it? Yeah, like what. It, that's the same. That's the same like idea with the Patriots. Like when some people just want to leave or they get upset, it's like this is this is the team that you're gonna win with. Like I, yeah, it's it's a little different in the NBA because the Warriors have just been so freaking good. You know, here's you know here's a question though. Speaking about people leaving, do you buy? Are you buying into the rumors at all that KD is thinking about going to the Knicks next year? Go crazy! I like. I'm I'm listen. Kevin Durant was like such a steal for us. I'm not a kevin durant stand like i'm not gonna burn his jersey if he dips out you know what yeah, i mean how like could you? i'm not i'm not that dude so if the guy i like i it got me upset that he wants to go year to year that like makes me feel uncomfortable i'm just like dude are you just sign a one-year deal i don't know dude that just made me feel like uncomfortable i don't know but um hey so, sorry go to new york what is he gonna do in new york what is nothing. new york not nothing. win they would stink <laughs> They would stink. Maybe Jimmy Butler goes there. Maybe, but they would stink. He's, bro. He's that would literally be the same move that LeBron just made. You just like join a semi awful team, but you're just the best bona fide superstar in a major market. He he's too, and he'd be too soft for New York, dude. You know what I mean? Like if if he, oh, he gets yeah. criticized in New York in, in the Bay, imagine like if he's in New York. You know, he, could, he couldn't even handle OKC. Like he couldn't handle getting criticized in Oklahoma City. And listen, I don't want to call Kevin Durant soft because he's still my hero and he's one of the greatest <laughs> players ever. But, but he, ha- he is I'm just soft. Saying, it, it's a, it's a, he'd be the dude. You know, he doesn't have to worry about Steph or Clay or all the certain parts. Why would you guys, w- dude? Would you guys leave? Would you leave Golden State? No, I would. Well, like, so you think about it like this all the time because you always you hear about these players who leave to go to places for more money, and like I would, I'm not, I don't know because I've never been offered a stupid amount of millions of dollars to go somewhere else. But I feel like if I'm like a passionate athlete, like I'm staying in a place for less money to win championships. Cause I feel like that's what I'm doing it for is to win championships. Not just, not just get money. Right. I mean, right. I mean, a side and, note and, too. In the bait, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say side note too. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to kick you while you're down while we're talking about the demise of the, the golden state warriors. But uh, your Oakland Raiders are losing twenty-seven to nothing to the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're just so awful. We're so, and you know it's, it's what just, is happening? I, I thought you were going to be good. I did too, and then we got rid of Khalil Mack, and I just yeah. Oh, and now the Bears. It, are it hurts. Good. It hurts my soul, bro. It just it hurts my soul. Um, <laughs> I, I don't understand it. Like maybe in a few years, maybe, but at the same time. You just don't do that, like for your locker room's purpose, you know. And then, and then, meanwhile, Khalil Mack has a forced fumble every game this year, and as an interception, <laughs> he's he's taking things to the house. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know, bro. And it it's hard to be an NFL fan because I get so excited to put on my jersey every Sunday just to realize that every Sunday night that we're fucking awful. <laughs> so, um, yeah. How do you feel about John Gruden? John Gruden, uh, ten years. Do you do you think do you think part of him getting Khalil Mack was that he was so cocky because 
the entire offseason, everybody was like, oh, the coach is coming back. John Gruden back in the NFL. And then he gets back to the NFL and he immediately trades probably the best defensive player in football. Do you think like he got cocky and was like, I can do what I want. I'm the best coach in football, even though he hasn't done it in years. Dude. He's been out the game. People have been expecting it. It's exciting when someone like him comes back, you know, that he's been up in the booth the entire time. And you're like, he's excited. And then he's trying to establish whatever kind of culture he's trying to, trying to do. Bad move. Idiot. When you, Stupid. When your defense is that weak, like, what are you doing getting rid of Khalil Mack? Like, he's he's on red zone right now, and he is just – he's running people over. He's, like – he's unbelievable. And you, it's not like your defense even had, like – the Raiders' defense didn't even have, like, any clout to be like, okay, you know what? We lose Khalil Mack. We'll still be serviceable. Like, Khalil Mack was the defense. That's it, it made no sense. There's been three or four games this year that we've needed a pass rusher on the final drive of the game. I was at the game in Denver – and on that last drive of the game, we could have used a pass rusher. It's it's the con- it, it, once again, it all goes back to continuity. And I think being from Oakland, it was like we never could hang our hat on someone as a franchise player. Like you guys have, you know, Teddy Bruschi and you know the Tom Brady's and the Gronks of the world and the Edelman that Spoiled. you can like really be excited to be a fan of the team because you know they love you just as much. And Khalil, we drafted him. Like he was our baby, bro. Like, and and him and Carr like had like a remember the Titans type vibe with each other. You oh, know what I mean? Great movie. Felt, yeah, great, fantastic movie. But we just had a, I don't know, bro. It makes me super salty. <laughs> do them moving to Vegas so make you salty? Like, do you, what about the Vegas yes. thing? Because like you're a native, bro, Oakland, you're like, come on. My the the A's. Who knows what's going to happen to them? The Warriors are moving to San Francisco, and then when the Raiders leave, I'll literally have. Once Oakland leaves, I'll have no teams, bro. Imagine having that. You think you think the Warriors are going to? No, they are going to San Francisco. They are. They are there next year. This is our final year in Oakland. They're leaving. Yeah, you didn't know that. Dude, get on that level. Did I miss that? How the fuck did I miss that? (laughs) JD, you can come host this podcast with me. We can kick Nick out. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Bro, I, as soon as, as when the Raiders go to Vegas, it's it's a. I don't I don't know what to do. I think I'm probably just going to be like a Bengals fan or something super neutral where I, I know nobody is a fan of. You know, <laughs> definitely like, the uh, Bengals. You'll be safe with the Bengals. Yep. Yeah, like the Titans or some somewhere like I'll just I'll just pick like a four year old kid and just pick based off of colors. You know, <laughs> I don't know what to do yet. Oh, you know, yeah, my, I don't know, man. My my cousin did that when she played fantasy football with us one year and she won. So if you wanna, if you sometimes the color method works. Yeah, I mean maybe I'll just join you know like my college buddies and be a Packers fan or you know <laughs> I don't know. You guys tell me, am am I allowed to change teams or do I have to stay loyal? When I mean go you to can Vegas? you can be. I I'll give you a pass there because like you can you can be pissed because they're like they're they're deserting your your team. They're deserting your city. Like yeah, you could be pissed and say fuck that and go go like another team. That's for that's I'd be one. I probably would. Salty. Yeah, I definitely would. Would you guys? Can you guys pick a team for me then? Oh, oh, right now on the spot. Yeah, just I, I like a team I, that I you... like the Titans idea. Honestly. All right. You get, go, you, get, you get to go watch games at Na- in the Nashville area, right? Good time to be around. Right. And that's, right. They're, they're up and coming. Mike Vrabel's a great coach. Patriots ties. Can't go wrong. Franchise quarterback. Franchise quarterback. They just Franchise. paid them. They paid their quarterback a crap ton of money to leave the Patriots. Didn't work out, but hey, you never know. Yeah, I mean, Malcolm Butler's getting smoked down there. Yeah, you could you could go Titans. I mean, fuck the Cowboys. Fuck the Seahawks. You could be a Vikings guy. Go Skull in the stands oh, yeah. in Minnesota. The Vikings are cool. I like the Vikings. Yeah. You like purple? Right. You like purple, JD? It's a color. I could do purple. Anything that goes good with white shoes. Obviously, um, purple and, and, and it's easy to match with with jeans. You know what I mean? Just purple, yeah. simple. Oh Absolutely. yeah. Okay. So Vikings or Titans, man. Your call. Vikings. See, my life is for sure coming to it. <laughs> Not only I'm, I'm a Raider fan right now, but then I have to look forward to being a fan of either the Vikings or the Titans. <laughs> Awful, sounds, bro. I, t- I tell you to link on to us and be like a Patriots guy, but it could all be cra- come crashing no. down for us too. So, yeah, dude, you guys are gonna be done after Brady dips. Like, 
And then when Belichick leaves, who knows what's going to happen here? You guys are going to be miserable. After Belichick literally is subbed in for like his offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. My theory, Tom Brady retires, Bill Belichick steps in as quarterback and is successful. I think he'd be great. I think he has a mind for it. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, he'll be like Peyton Manning in 2015. You don't need the arm anymore. You just need the football brain. And he'll do it. 12-4 and four season, Bill Belichick, quarterback. I can't wait. I can't wait till you guys <laughs> fall apart. It's just going to just come to the lower levels with me of just hating <laughs> Sundays. It's okay. Oh we'll, my we'll, God. we'll jump to the other three teams we have in town. It'll be fine. <laughs> right. No, I'm excited more, more than anything about basketball, though. Everything's coming back into full swing. I'm stoked about basketball. January 26th. If you guys are real Celtics fans, you'll know what day that is. It's the day the Warriors, they play the Warriors, right? Yeah, it's the day the Warriors come. <laughs> you know, I, I was I was gonna guess that, but I was like, damn, if I I've already fucked up. I didn't know I didn't know they were going to go. <laughs> That's the day that JD is gonna be in the stands going crazy Homer for the Warriors. Uh, of course, bro. It's I always say on the air. Listen, I fellas, I respect the town a lot. Like I don't say who my team is on the air. You know, like, if people follow me, they know who my teams are. But I'm very respectful because if someone came into Oakland and was, like, half-assing, liking my teams, and then, you know, when Kansas City comes into town, they're like, hey, I normally root for you guys, but Kansas – I'd be like, dude, get off the radio forever. <laughs> you know, like, don't – like, I'm not having that in my town. So oh, yeah. I, I, I play close to the vest, fellas. I'm respectful of this area. It's And it's it's more like – like I respect it more when people like like when they stick with their team. Like they don't they don't bounce around. Like I know some people who are like who are fans of like oh I've got this team, but I also really like this team. I like it when you pick one team. I like it when you pick like especially your hometown team and when you when you stick with them through thick and thin. Like we watch we have watched the Red Sox be absolute shit bags for for a few years. Like the Bobby Valentine year, I've never <laughs> been more depressed in my life. <laughs> but you got to stick with them. You got to ride with them. Oh, bro, try being an ace fan. I don't want to hear your Bobby <laughs> Valentino or what Valentine. Little, little money ball. Little money try ball. being an ace fan, bro. Yeah, you know what my, my best friend told me? he He's a huge Giants fan, and I told him, you know, you guys don't have a movie made about you. You want to know what he said to me? And he, it shut me up forever. He goes, tell me more about your movie about your losing season. I was like, <laughs> you're so right. We lost, like, in the first round of the Twins, I think. Like, I was like, man, we do have a movie about our losing season. <laughs> Hey, people People forget Chris Pratt played for the A's in Moneyball. People forget. I did not. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's mind-blowing when you remember that. <laughs> he's the guy who can't catch. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's not a good did catcher. Did he play Hatterberg? He was. He was Scott Hatterberg. Yeah, he was Scott Hatterberg. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Forget I played for the days. <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. Yeah, man. Uh, fucking Chris Pratt. But uh, <laughs> hey, man, thanks for coming on. We uh, we had a blast. Let's do this again soon. Of course, man. And you know what? I need you guys to come up with a bet because I'm uh, I'm, I'm that's something's got to get my juices flowing here. I can't just have friendly competition. There needs to be something where, you know, if we go to the finals, you guys buy me tickets the entire time. That'd be really great. Thanks. Or something okay. along the lines of that. Oh man, I don't know if that's uh that'd be aggressive. So I mean, we can so do next... regular season bets. We can do you know who has best record, you know, best record in the conference. Um, who scores more points between Steph or Kyrie? I mean, you you guys tell me. I'm with whatever. Next time, next time you're on the show, we'll have the bet made and we'll figure it out. And we'll talk about it. Um, you know, maybe maybe Jared and I will go to that Warriors game too in January. Is that well, at the Garden? That's the one at the garden, right? Yeah, yeah maybe yeah, yeah. maybe we'll go to that too, and uh, and we'll figure something out there. Maybe we can do a little bit there too. Of course, bro. I appreciate you guys having me on. Big fan of the cast. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah, appreciate it. We uh, we'll let you know once this one goes up. Follow JD on Twitter at oh, I just had it. I just put down my word document at the actual JD. His his name on it is David Chappelle, which I find which I is laugh out loud funny. And uh, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. <laughs> Chappelle, Nick. Chappelle. <laughs> and uh, 103.3 Amp Radio, you're in the Boston area. You got uh, whatever radio apps you use. 7 to Midnight, 103.3 Amp Radio. JD, first off, let me compliment 8, 103.3 Amp Radio, too. I 
Love that station. I listen to you at night a lot when I'm listening to music. And then in the morning, the TJ show, I Holy. fucking love the TJ show. I think TJ They're is solid, hilarious. Bro. He, he, bro, he, they, they are exactly who they are in the hallways. Like, there's a lot of authenticity with our station. I love being there. And um, we put in the work, bro. So as long as people are enjoying it, that's the whole point. I love what I do. So I, as long as everybody else is enjoying it, then that's, that's dope. But T, that's, TJ is nuts, bro. TJ is nuts. He seems nuts. Yeah, he seems like a nutbag. <laughs> He's exactly who he is on the air. He's nuts. He's that, that dude. Yeah, you guys, you guys crush it. And like that's that's why I want to get into radio too. I just I want to I want to give people good things to listen to. And uh, and I told you like I went to I was a few grades below Corinne. I went to I went to high school with Corinne. So Corinne's a Dighton a Dighton Massachusetts alum. She's just as nuts as TJ. Oh, her and her, her sister both. They're just they're they're both very nice people. Both like very charismatic and very uh, just like she is on the radio, like identical. She's a hot mess. Is exactly what her show is. <laughs> All exactly. right, JD. But no, I appreciate Whit- it, fellas. Thanks. JD Whitfield, one hundred three Amp Radio. JD, man, thanks for coming out tonight. We'll talk to you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Once again, thank you, J.D. Whitfield, for coming on the show tonight. We appreciate it. We'll get him back on soon, especially we – I think we set up a bet. We set up – we're going to set up a bet about the Celtics, as you guys just heard. Uh, Connor doesn't know. So we're going to set – we're setting up a bet between the Celtics and uh, Celtics and Warriors for the finals. But I don't know what the bet is yet. So we, we I think we have to come up with that bet next time he's on the show. So once again, J.D. Whitfield, thank you for coming on the show tonight. We will get you back on soon. All right, so Celtics opened up the season last night with the Sixers. First game of the year. Uh, good game, I guess. Just It was the 76ers. And after the game, I'm glad somebody said it because Joel Embiid was just like, this isn't a rivalry because they just beat us every time. They always just kick our ass. Um, the game was good, I guess. Jason Tatum fucking came out swinging. Swinging. What do you get, 23 points last night? The kid is fucking... Oh, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna run the league this year. And, and nine rebounds, dude. He's gonna run the league this year. Like his shot is so solid, so and awesome. you could I mean you could tell he's he's learned from Kobe. That Chase step back dude. last night, Woo-hoo-hoo. dude. The kid's a stud, bona fide stud. You saw it last year. I saw it even when he was playing high school ball. Because when he I I saw he was going to Duke. Started watching his high school tape. Watched him in Duke for a year. Smoothest shot you'll ever see. And Pat just said it out there, like they they won that game by a considerable amount with Kyrie only hitting getting seven points. Yeah, he went two for fourteen from the field, dude. One for, of eight for three. He took eight three pointers, and we still and he only made one, and we still won by like twenty. If Kyrie if, if Kyrie goes off like this, this is this is the second best team in the East. Please, because like here's the oh, thing: it's locked even, up. If they, even if they do, it's yeah. It, after that one game. Even if they do get better, which I'm sure they will, it's like the Sixers have too much talent on the team. But even if they do get better, like they're, you just you just saw how deep the Celtics bench was last night. It was like when they had their bench on the floor, it was like having a second tier starting five. Oh yeah, and that's why I think we're gonna make the finals, and then that's why I think we even actually have a decent shot at winning a few games. Not even even if we, could, I think we could beat the Warriors in the finals. They don't have a bench. I think our bench overpowers them. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, between like, because when your starters are off the floor, you have Marcus Morris, who could be a starter somewhere. Scored 16 have, points last night. Yeah. He was the second highest scorer on the Celtics. Uh, you've got Scary Terry, who is just a fucking beast, who's only going to get better. Like, his shot's going to get better, and he's a, he's a solid defender. You have Marcus Smart, who's a top defender in the, in the NBA. And then Daniel Tice, who we saw some flashes from last year, and Aaron Baines. Like, this... This team, this team, when when they're out running their starters, they still have guys out there who can beat you. Oh, their their bench, their top five bench players could probably go out and beat the Knicks, like on any given day, or like the Nets, like terrible teams in the East. Just put the bench out there. Don't it even was, have the starters play. This team, this team's gonna fucking run the East. It's not, oh, it's like it's not even gonna be close. And I'm not even basing that off the first game of the season. Like I don't even really care about the first game of the season. It doesn't mean much to me. Like I even the games I wrote about to watch during this year, you didn't even need to watch this first game this season. Like watch them in a couple of weeks where they're really gonna start pouring it on teams. They're gonna start winning by like twenty plus points every night. And when when Kyrie actually starts scoring points, like buddy. Oh dude, I buddy, saw watch it. out because this saw, team this team's gonna fuck. 
Oh, I saw a poll on Twitter today. They were like, oh, who's going to end up scoring more points per game this season, like Irving or Tatum? I'm like, dude, come on. That's obviously going to be Irving. I know he had a bad game. He's going to be the leading scorer on this team. What are you saying? Sports fans are overreacting quickly? Uh, whoa, I've never heard of that take before. Um, but, yeah, they're overreacting. Irving's going to get his points during the year. Tatum's still going to have a phenomenal year. I don't think I don't think he's going to be too far behind him in points, but Irving's an overall better player. All right. Uh, next and final topic. Again, side note, J.D. Whitfield, thanks for coming on. Last topic of the night, Tyreek Hill. So the Patriots, we mentioned in the weekly dump, Patriots beat the Chiefs, end of their undefeated season, 43-40. to 40. And on the last touchdown by the Chiefs, Tyreek Hill's 75-yard touchdown, which absolutely blew the doors off of the Patriots. But as soon as they scored that, I was like, you fucking idiots. You gave Tom Brady three minutes to score a touchdown or kick a field goal. Are you fucking kidding me? That was that was the dumbest move by them. But, I mean, what can you do? You, you got to score a touchdown whenever there's a chance to score a touchdown. So Tyreek Hill runs through the end zone, runs to the fans at the back of the end zone, and then there's some woman just giving Tyreek Hill the double birds, just flipping oh. him off, sticking the fingers right in his face. And they had, they had to blur him all, all on TV, too. Like, so I was funny. watching the news, like Channel 10, and all of a sudden you see the video of him running in. You just see, like, 15 blurs just everywhere all over the screen. And I'm going to say, and this isn't even the point of, the, of this topic right now, but I'm going to say, in regards to everything that happened to Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill is one of the few players that I'm I, – like, I – swear at him yell at him the guy beat the shit out of his pregnant girlfriend openly and like he admitted it i mean so like yes. i i don't give a fuck if, if people are flipping him off but He's gone back. but somebody threw beer on him and somebody threw beer on him in the end zone and absolutely it just they drenched him and now there's it's a whole controversy it's a whole thing and the problem is the the police got involved they're charging him with disorderly conduct the Patriots released a statement. They're not letting this guy in the fucking stadium anymore. And that means for everything. So, I mean, are people overreacting? Because people are going nuts over this. Nuts over it. They act like they act like this guy punched him in the face. Yeah, I mean, I think he should be kicked out of Gillette. I don't, like, for, for good, for everything. You can't just be, like, acting like that as a fan, even towards players. Even if that player has done something bad in the past or he's scored a touchdown or whatever, that's really disrespectful. You can flip him off, do whatever you want. But, I mean, flip him off or say, like, swear at him, whatever. Don't throw a beer at the guy. Come on. It's sports. You're paying so much to be there. He probably knew right when he did that that something bad was going to happen, and he probably regrets it. Yeah, and, and he's, so he's a 21-year-old. They identified him. They haven't released his name, but he's a 21-year-old from Mansfield, Massachusetts. The kid fucked up. He was probably drunk. It might have been the first time he was ever drunk, like, openly in public where he could buy beer. I mean, he's <laughs> fucking 21. But yeah. still, like, you're 21 years old. You're not You're not a 15-year-old idiot. Like, fucking everybody does dumb shit in their 20s. Like, me and Connor, we've done plenty of dumb shit together. Oh, uh, yeah, but, we've done a lot of dumb shit. But we haven't thrown beer in the face of a professional athlete. Like, the guy, flip him off all you want, but just don't throw beer in his face. Oh, no, I want to go to a basketball game and start throwing beer at, like, I don't know, any player that I hate. I don't like Carmelo Anthony. I want to start throwing beers at him. Yeah, like, like part of the fun thing about being at a sporting event is yelling at the other the other players. Yeah, yeah. And fucking, yeah, screaming at him, insulting him. But, like, don't be dumb. Don't throw beer, especially... It's not even like it was like a 1 p.m. CBS game. It was Sunday Night Football, and the point of Sunday Night Football is to zero in. It's prime time. That's the one football game going on. So, of course, it's going to blow up on the internet. Of course, people are going to see it. And, of course, people are going to have meltdowns over because that's what they do. And not for nothing, not trying to blame it on New England, but but it doesn't help that we're Patriots fans and people hate us as is. <laughs> exactly. And one more note on this kid. I don't think he should be thrown out of July Stadium for life. Give him like till he's like thirty or forty or something. He's more mature. Well, at that point, at that Come point, on. I guarantee you, if he like showed up to go they'd to be, a, just like laugh. an event, like they wouldn't, they wouldn't even notice. Like, it's, it, you think they still have his like picture on the wall with his name? Like, <laughs> like, but there's so many people who've been kicked out. You've never seen pictures of people up by the gates who can't come in. You're right, but they probably have like names. There's probably like a select few names they have like written down that security like knows that can't come in the building and maybe like maybe it's with their card too or something but like that, how do they do they, like, they how do they check id out. yeah they don't even check ids when you exactly. go exactly like, 
Yeah, I don't like, even. Like, how do they? This. How do they keep people out? I don't know. I don't even know how they police that. So he's not. This guy's not allowed to any events. He's not allowed to. Um, we should get this kid on the podcast. We don't even know his name. Oh, let's find him. I can find. I, I know a couple of people in Mansfield. Let's find this kid. This twenty-one-year-old. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you know any twenty-one-year-olds from Mansfield, I don't know anybody who lives in Mansfield. I know they're so. So here's this is like our investigation. Dig. Let's investigate. We're gonna couch have guy, this kid on the podcast. Couch guy investigates. <laughs> yeah. the couch guy investigates series of blogs. Look out for it. <laughs> Sponsored by Thrive Fantasy. Yeah. All right. Here's 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 the here's what Gillette Stadium said or the Patriots said about uh, the incident. Gillette Stadium security has identified the fan who violated the fan code of conduct by tossing beer onto a player during the game last night. The matter has been turned over to local law enforcement, and the fan will be sent a letter of disinvite to all future events at Gillette Stadium. So first of all, calling it a letter of disinvite is wild. Like, <laughs> just say that you're banning the guy. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> a letter of disinvite. Okay, you, okay, you assholes. <laughs> dude, he's probably going to frame it on his like wall. <laughs> Wherever yeah. he lives, dude. I mean, I mean, he can he can legitimately never go to another fucking uh, event at Gillette. Like that sucks. Like no concerts, nothing. No country fest. He can't do anything. Whatever, dude. You can go to Fenway, do all the same stuff. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, Gillette's Gillette's all right, but I'd rather go to like Fenway or like somewhere actually in Boston. I mean, Patriots games are expensive, anyways. Like you probably won't even go to a Patriots game for a while. Especially where this he was sitting, like. That's that's expensive shit. Oh, never mind. This kid's probably rich too. Like, yeah. Or that's like tickets. Was, did he even have seats, or was he like on? Were those like field seats? I don't know. That's like field? that's like that's new. That's like a new area that you can that you can go to or sit in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, this kid has money. I mean, maybe. We don't know. We don't know a situation with his life. Oh, we don't. We don't. Fucking Connor, he could be poor as shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. But we're getting All right. the podcast. All right, this podcast tonight was brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy, guys, go to any one of our blogs. You guys can go. You can sign up. Go to any one of our blogs. See the little Thrive Fantasy read. Click join here. Once you join here, and if you sign up right there and deposit $10, Thrive Fantasy will match that $10. So go do it. It's fantasy sports. It's daily fantasy sports, but it's totally different than the usual daily fantasy sports. It's all based off of prop bets. It's none of the same thing where you just draft a team and you just go for it. You do draft a team, but instead you get points based on the prop bet. So if it's Mookie bets over under three RBIs on the night, if the under is the underdog, then you get more points if he hits the underdog. But if it is the over and he hits the over, then you get those points there. It's a totally new way to do daily fantasy sports. So guys, go check it out. Click on the link. Go to thrivefantasy.com through our link. And you can click on any one of the pictures on the front page that have Thrive Fantasy on it, and you can just sign up that way, too. It's great. It's fun. It's easy, guys. Go check it out, thrivefantasy.com. Connor, thanks for coming on the show today. Again, I guess you asked. I'll see you in, like, 15 minutes. It's my pleasure. Patty P, thanks for crushing the producing game. You crush it every week. Couch Guys Sports, Loose Change Podcast, episode 79 in the books. Uh, follow us on everything. Couch Guy Sports on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That's literally the handle on everything at Couch Guy Sports and the podcast at Loose Change Pod. You can also listen to the podcast if you want on CLNSmedia.com. We also post the blog about it on Couch Guy Sports. Our new Celtics merch dropped this week. It's Fire Celtics merch. Connor, have you bought any yet? Uh, yeah, it's coming in the mail. You fucking liar. Connor, <laughs> yeah, I was completely uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, we've sold, we've sold quite a few of these, so go check these things out. There are Banner 18 t-shirts and sweatshirts. They're fire. They're, I think they're my favorite one that we've come out with so far. So go buy those. Go to our store. Buy the Mookie Bets. It's time party show. we got fire shit everywhere. Couch Guy Sports, Loose Change Podcast, Episode 79 of the books. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you next week.